Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you? Really well. Really well. That's really well. <laughs> and it's 2021. It is. It's, but yeah, it really is. It's crazy. It is. You know, the other, the other really crazy thing about this episode? It's... Episode number... <laughs> it's pretty epic. Episode number 100. That is insane. It is absolutely so, insane. So, so we've done, we've sat here like 100 times and done this. I had to fill in for a few of those, so I can't take all the credit. Yeah, yeah, so. thank you, Carl. You had to leave past there for a few. <laughs> I did I did? We've, and look, we've recorded more than a hundred episodes across the whole platform because we did a few specials and things. Mm. But but for this format, for the focus format, where mm-hmm. you and I have a chat, or mm. when Carl was on, we have a chat. So yeah, hundred episodes, which is which is again mind. Blowing. It's pretty insane to think that we've had a hundred different topics to talk about and we're still going. Exactly. We're always finding new things to have a chat about. I think that makes us camera nerds, doesn't it? Well, you more so than myself <laughs> because you're the techie and <laughs> I'm just the one that pops along and, and just, pops my two bobs in. <laughs> that's it. And look, I suppose, interesting enough, so we've got sitting in front of us a list of the 99 episodes mm. that came before this episode. Mm. With all the subjects we talked about, mm-hmm. and and just to go back to revisit that very very first one, mm. is social media good or bad for photography? <laughs> I think it's been game changing, absolutely game changing. I think definitely the question is not good or bad. It's like how has it impacted yeah, photography? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How 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 has it? That's right. Has it been good or bad? And it's and, yeah, it's definitely I, launched careers. It's you oh know, yeah, it's maybe crumbled a few. <laughs> yes, yes. So I think, and it's kind of become, because who could foresee back when we recorded that very first podcast, mm. what what was going to happen to the world mm. and what was going to happen with the global pandemic. Absolutely. How it's been such a game changer. Yeah. So yeah. for a lot of people, social media has been the only way they've been able to connect with people, mm. really. A lot of people, yeah. that's been their lifeline. Yes. And it's been a really interesting way for us to be able to get information Yes. When it happens, how it happens, and to also see it in a documentary kind of style, like as in imagery and the vocals, as recordings, all sorts of things. Because social media has completely changed since we last spoke about it in episode one. Yes. You know, there's been, been huge changes when it comes to the way that the information has been delivered to us. Yes. So it's it's been phenomenal. So that's what I'm saying. We've seen, we've seen a whole lot of changes, mm. you know, like I said, via social media we've also I suppose that's what's kept us connected to what's been going on around the world mm. as well we've seen all these you know scenes from all the different countries oh my goodness that. yes yeah again there's been a lot of photographers who've been kind of in isolation who've been able to kind of document their isolation and mm. so people have been doing these photo story type mm-hmm. 
scenarios as well, which is really interesting. Yeah, so. yeah I, I still check in on a page on Facebook called Views from My Window. Yes, yeah. Which was created as a response to as COVID a response to co- being yeah. trapped in your house. It's just right. That's yeah. it. So the only view you had was what you could see at your front yeah, window. Yeah, which basically. I tell you what, I was pretty envious of some people's views. <laughs> it was incredible. Gosh. I think, you know, it would have been incredible, I think, sometimes like to be stuck, say, or to be out in the country mm. where you're pretty much isolated anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. still go out and you're back. Your backyard, you know, it could be hundreds of acres or something. Mm. You could still go out and basically have that view and do the stuff that you normally do. Yeah, I have some friends that live in Tasmania and they often spoke about the isolation really wasn't for them. It was normal life. Yes. And they are very self-sufficient. They grow a lot of their own food and produce. So they they had everything in abundance and they didn't need to leave where they were. Yes, yeah. It was great. So, so. A couple of facts kind of about, I suppose, about the last 99 episodes is that if you were to um, sit there and try and listen to all 99 episodes, it's over 40 hours of recording. <laughs> so that's like a couple of nearly two da- two full days. You'd have to stay you awake. You might not like us very much if you were to listen to us for 40 hours continuously. <laughs> that's it. So, but I know, that, I know that we've had listeners who've listened to every single episode Along the way, which is incredible. And we have actually got some very loyal, you know, followers now, people who regularly send us messages and, and hang out every Thursday morning because in Australia this comes out at 7 o'clock every Thursday morning. Mm. So they basically, yeah, wait for that new episode to drop and wait to see what we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it blows my mind. <laughs> well, it does. It's kind of, yeah, it, it has been. And, I mean... We've talked about so many different subjects. Mm. I mean, what are, what are some of the things that you, I suppose for you, the subjects that really resonated? Mm. The ones that have really resonated to me have been ones about uh, knowing your worth and all the growth that I think that I've personally found on my journey and yes. I've been able to, to watch other photographers go through on their journey. Because what we might share is that I mean, a lot of the things we've talked about have come from their own personal experiences. Mm. So, mm. so some of those subjects have been directly because of you know situations that we were presented with as photographers mm. so we talked about some some of those kind of came they were close to home yeah yeah some i have those. to say a lot of them were to be honest <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean i think that one about finding your worth as a photographer was a really i mean for you it was a really mm. pivotal thing as well that, that you did go for that stage where you probably doubted your mm. your worth and you had to mm. kind of find that inner yeah inner strength and 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 kind of yeah you know you're undervaluing yourself yeah so you kind of have to really and I have to say I I often give myself a bit of a kick up the butt because it's a regular mindset that I can find myself falling back into yes it's just a challenge as a creative to keep it keep your kind of brain in the right space it well it is I think you hit the nail on the head because Mm -hmm. most creative people do struggle with some areas of trying to understand what with what they're doing is it actually of value to other people yeah. like it, it's it's all about that confidence that you get and you know everyone's confidence kind of got a bit of a shake yes last year for last so year. many reasons exactly so yeah so what were some of the other what were some of the other ones that you kind of were a standout for you well, there was a few i know that we were speaking before the we started the, this afternoon and we were talking about our camera bags and how they've changed since yeah, we started that, recording they <laughs> certainly have so 
So Terry and I did one way, way back. Um, I don't know what episode it was. Oh, 56 by the looks of it. (laughs) Episode 56. Well, there's actually a couple. There was 28 and 56. So 28 was when is it time to upgrade your gear? Yes, and, and, and 56 was actually about what, what we asked each other what was in our camera bag. So, <laughs> they so, so maybe intertwine, don't they? they do. <laughs> so maybe we should revisit that one because they're both our camera bags have got different stuff in them now. Mm. So ladies, ladies first. Well, mine is is slightly similar but slightly different. So I, I at the time I'm pretty sure I had two Nikon D700s and a 35mm prime and also a 7200 from memory. Yes. And I think if I'm correct, and I also had a couple of flashes, so now I have that with the inclusion of a Sony. Yes, oh. she did say Sony. <laughs> I did. I have a Sony, gosh, A7 III. Yes. Uh, with a 55mm Zeiss lens on it and yes. I am in love even though you're trying to tell me I need to fall out of love with it already. I've been tempting her this afternoon. I've been tempting her with uh, a couple of Canon lenses <laughs> yes. on my R5, which we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> but I think also I'm not too sure if I had my 14 to 24 in my kit at the time or not, but I do have that in there as well. So I have a, a pretty basic kit and also I did upgrade portion partway through and I got a, a D750 and Nikon D750. Yes. So you've got kind of, is that your second body now? Yeah. So now I actually, I roll out with four bodies <laughs> at a time just to be safe, you know. Never can have too much gear. Yeah. 70 to 200, 50 mil lens, 55 for the Sony and a couple of speed lights. Yes. So it's a pretty heavy kit at the moment. <laughs> Chucking a tripod, a couple it. of harnesses. That's it. So it has changed a little bit, and that's just, mm. I suppose, but been a natural progression because those the Sony gives you a bit of a advantage for the type of photography that you do, mm. a little bit lighter, a so bit quieter. Much lighter. So much quieter. Yep. Eye tracking means tracking. it's, it's incredibly, a game, game yeah, changer. Game changer for me. It's, yes, it's allowed me to already create some really, really fantastic work that I'm incredibly proud of. So yep. yeah, it's been wonderful. And so you've also been playing. Yes, with some gear, my my, so. my camera bag has changed as well over the over the time where you know typically they, you'd find the pair of five D fours in there. Mm. So um, one of the five D fours now is the second body, and my, mm. my, and my main body now is the R five mirrorless. <laughs> and uh, you know it was one of those things that I kind of I played with the mirrorless. Canon stuff when it first came out, mm. the, the R series. Yes. And it didn't, I, I didn't click with it. Yeah. And it wasn't until I played with the 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 R5 that I really kind of clicked because it's yeah. so much closer to my 5D4 yeah. in field quality and a whole range yeah. of things. And it does a whole lot more stuff that, yeah. that my DSLR, Canon DSLR, doesn't do. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible low light. I love... I bought some native RF lenses for it. Which are amazing. I had a bit of a play before we yes. we started recording today too. Yeah. So the and I think I was showing you one of the things I really love is on the control ring having it set up for exposure compensation. Mm-hmm. So you can get your settings pretty close, but then you know, you, you can either go a couple of stops under or a couple of stops over mm. very quickly just turning that ring. Mm. I just love that mm. that 
simplicity of it. And to have the ability to use your settings in such a simplistic, streamlined way is mm. is a game changer when it comes to using using your, your well, equipment. Well, I, the, I yeah. like the fact too that because through the electronic um, viewfinder, mm. viewfinder, you're actually seeing those changes on the exposure compensation. Yeah. You're actually seeing it working in real time. Yeah. So if you're trying to create, you know, a little bit more high key or a bit more low key, mm. you can actually see without having to chip. Yeah, yeah, which, you know? which to be honest can potentially make you look like a bit more of a professional. Exactly. No, not saying that you don't. Please don't <laughs> interpret it that way. But I know I, I chimp quite a fair bit when yes. I'm photographing. It's just it's habit. It really is well, habit. Well, it is. You're, trying, you're checking. You're, you're just keeping an eye on where your highlights are going, mm-hmm. you know, that type of things. And Making sure everything's lined up and you don't have to take yeah, that shot again. It's it's just you, part of the process. Where, yeah. where, it's, where it is kind of a, a bit of a game changer. So, yeah, so my camera bag's changed a bit. So a yeah. couple, of, couple of new lenses in there, a new body. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I haven't really changed. Like still got the same set of speed lights and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I've bought the adapter so I can actually use all my Canon L glass Mm-hmm. on the R5. Mm. So I can, you know, I can put my 70 to 200 2.8 on there and 100mm macro and mm. a whole bunch of stuff on there. I can mm. actually just adapt with the adapter, yeah. which which works really well, which yeah. I've found like it's just as good. Yeah, yeah. So That's awesome. It is. So, so And you're really happy with that, aren't you? Yes, I'm really happy yeah. with 45 <laughs> megapixels. I, can, I, I just, I, I think I love the fact that, I can crop in so heavy. Yeah. So I can be shooting with like a 35mm lens, but yeah. then I can just take a, a quarter of that frame mm. and you've still got so much information mm. in mm. there to play with. So sometimes you can't always get the framing mm. right for whatever reason. You don't yes. have the right lens on or whatever. Yes. So. Yeah, and that's that's really important when you're doing things like your street photography and you exactly. want to translate it into a portrait or yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the other things which I really love on that body, and I was showing you, I've got it, you know, the flip screen with the touch shutter. Mm, that was insane. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's cool. I like the touch shutter from point of view for street photography. You can shoot from the hip, mm-hmm. so you have the flip screen out. Mm-hmm. You're framing up the subject. Mm-hmm. You're looking down at the camera, you're not, and the camera doesn't even look like you're pointing it at the subject. Mm. And then when you kind of get framed, just tap on the screen, and it's almost like you're using one of those old school medium formats. Yes, yeah, the right, yes, 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 <laughs> which I love. Yes, I, I absolutely adore that method. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so cool. so what what's one of the other episodes that you kind of enjoyed? Oh, there is, there's actually quite a few, to be honest. Like there was another one about having a mentor. I yes, thought that was yes, a really yeah, good that was, one. And that, that, was, that was back in episode 15. Yeah, that was a, quite early on. And that, um, was a, that was a really, it, look, some of the podcasts were, have been really heavily downloaded. What's our most popular podcast out of curiosity? Shoot, shooting with models. Shooting with the models. And why yeah. do you think that one was? I, I think it's something that people always want to try and learn as much as they can. Yeah. About with working with models, he's giving that feedback. And we yeah. did and we did a couple of spe- – and the spin-off from that one was we actually brought two models in, we remember? We did, yeah. So no, we, that was fantastic. So we had – We had um, we had Hannah, Hannah and we also had Taylor. Taylor come yeah. in and sit down and we did an episode with them each. Yeah. And we talked about – well, they talked about their experiences 
being um, in front of the lens. Yeah, and which that, was really valuable. Well, it is great because I think the, the big takeaway message from that was how important it is to give your models feedback mm. because they thrive on that feedback. They do, You yeah. know, if you, if you talk to your model and give them that feedback, and I think that's probably, you know, they, some of those episodes were very popular because people wanted to understand. Yeah. They liked the idea of working with shooting models. Yeah. But just wanted to, tr- I suppose, try and get a, an understanding of how to yeah, how to interact. Yeah, and I think we also gave a few tips on how to actually approach someone to become like to be one of your your photographic models yes. and where to source them from. What's the right way to actually conduct? Yeah, we the talked. Session. We talked a lot about the etiquette. Yeah, and know, contracts. Did we cover contracts? We, we talked about model releases and stuff yeah. like that, and and really, I suppose, understanding what. If it's if it's a kind of um, print for you know yeah depending on what what the type of shoot is whether it's like a portfolio builder or whether or it's a TFP or, TFP yeah. or whatever so it's yeah. kind of like we talked about a few different options yeah. yeah yeah absolutely they were really good so what what are some other ones that you really enjoyed as well oh there was, I mean there's so, there's just when you look back like I said there's so much we've covered it's quite incredible what how much stuff we actually do. And last year was actually quite a fundamental year when it comes to our podcast because a lot of us were actually trapped in isolation. So we were spending a lot of time on online platforms, listening to things, learning. Yes. And there was was a couple of, I think we did, there was one really important one, which actually, which was episode 39, which was done before the pandemic. And that was about mental health and photographers. Mm, mm. And it is a lot of people, a lot of creatives, do struggle with some issues, mm. right? And photography is one of those pastimes which becomes a real, how would you say, almost like therapy mm. for people. Like it, it really helps them deal with stuff. It does. So, yeah. and, I, and I think that we talked about that about um, well, we kind of recognise there's a lot of photographers out there who struggle with with anxiety and other yeah. things. And yeah, and I think the then when the the pandemic came in 2020. Yeah. That became bigger again. Yeah, it was almost amplified, wasn't it? Was it was almost like we, yeah. we, we talked about much earlier in the piece. but Yeah. So I think that was important that we, I suppose, we put, put it out there that, that it's actually okay to be having these, like dealing with these issues. Yeah. And, and like I said, understanding them like how photography may be able to help you. I think like, mm. and it's kind of been proven now, like it's been used for therapy around the world where people are actually struggling mm. with anxiety. You've been given a camera and said, go out and create, mm. use that camera to mm. help you kind of connect with the world. Yeah. And it kind of gives you, you can connect, but you can control that connection. That's right. Yeah. I heard a really interesting thing uh, only the other week and someone was telling me about how, where they had to wear a mask right yeah and they never really they struggled to leave the house because but when they put the mask on they actually felt they could go out because it gave them like a shield yeah a lot of people have been saying that yes it's really yeah. interesting saying that they actually they actually embrace wearing the mask because mm. it actually helped them go out and face the world mm-hmm. so it's kind of like okay that's really interesting and it's yeah. kind of again it's one of those mental health things that sometimes the simplest thing can make a difference Absolutely. To the point where the person was saying they're going to really struggle when no one else is wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to the point where that person actually was 
not looking forward to the day where masks are not going to be required because mm. they've got so used to wearing a mask and it's kind of like it's acceptable. It is, yeah. You know, yeah. so people, so they can go out and so, yeah, so it's going to be, like I said, it's been really. It's quite an interesting world at the moment, isn't it? It is quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. What were some of the other things that you that you enjoyed? Uh, I know you like. You like the University of YouTube because you, you... Oh, loved University of YouTube. <laughs> we talked about how much you can actually learn off of YouTube and so many people now with photography have learned so many of their mm. skills by just watching what other people have done and people have put out, you know, some great videos. Yeah, it almost makes me, me think that I wish I'd been born maybe 20 years later so I wouldn't have had to have go to university. <laughs> You could have just jumped, I could have just tuned jumped, onto YouTube. She could have just jumped the queue. Could have saved myself about $30,000. That would have been amazing. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So that was, yeah, that was definitely a highlight for me because it was great to talk about yeah, and, and look, everything from that because I'm an, I'm a huge YouTube fan. Yes. I'll watch it till the cows come home pretty much. Um, you can find me watching it very late at night. <laughs> There's just glow coming out yeah. of it. Terry's bedroom is. Uh, <laughs> On my iPad 1, which shouldn't really be working anymore. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So we also had, very early in the piece, we had my son Lachlan come in on a podcast. Oh, that's right, we did too. We did that, how does the younger generation see photography? And he mm. he had a, a very, I suppose it was good to hear a young person's view on photography because he'd never had touched a film camera or yeah. shot a film. And he, yeah. I, I, I like the fact that, yeah, he said if he, if it was up to him where he had to like load film into a camera and get it processed, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have it. taken a yeah, photo. Yeah, he had some interesting opinions, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, so, so it's kind of like you know the current younger generation love the instant gratification yes. that basically you can pick the camera up, you shoot, you can actually see straight away what yeah. you've actually created. Yeah, that's kind of people have just come to expect that instant mm. result. Yeah, not not have to go and send it off to the chemist and get it processed. And and it's quite funny that you bring that up because I find I have found in the last 12 months that that has been an actual, I wouldn't say necessarily a trend or whether it's a change in the environment of photography. People are editing a lot faster. Yes. They're producing work very, very quickly. The well, turnaround see, time is is ridiculously well, fast now. There's a bit of AI starting to creep into into post where you know some of the new features within f- Photoshop and stuff where mm. where some of the stuff can be almost automated. Mm, mm. Yeah, you know, correcting certain elements, and I think mm. that's going to be the big. I think the big future of what will happen with software, particularly photo mm. software, is that more and more of the mundane stuff will be you'll be able to do with one click. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be able to to, to recognise yeah. things that you want to clean up or, yeah. you know, um, yeah. work on the shadows or, or whatever yeah. it is. You, yeah. And and I think maybe even to the point where it may actually even be, it'll learn your style. And there's so many things that we can do behind the scenes so we can import our presets while we're actually photographing as well so they're exported with the presets on them. And if you're shooting clean and if you're sh- shooting in a way that you get those great results straight out of camera, you can pretty much deliver That's it. on the day. I- I'm just thinking back to episode 34, which was you can Photoshop that right. Because <laughs> that, that's something, something that quite often photographers get 
you know, in the, you're out shooting and someone yeah. th- something's not right and they just go, oh, well, you can just Photoshop that out, can't it you? It still happens quite a fair bit. Yeah. And I think there's this unrealistic expectation of the time that it takes to Photoshop particular things and there's the assumption that it's a really easy task. Yeah. And it's often not, you and, know. And it, look, I still get asked to Photoshop things in or Photoshop things out. Yeah, so yeah, pe- myself as well. So it's kind of interesting that. And, and I think that hasn't changed that people now kind of think that photo- yeah. photography that's if you can't make it happen on the day, you can make it happen. And I think what's happened too is with with um, the whole pandemic thing is that mm. for some family shots, I think there's people where they've actually shot, people have shot in different <laughs> parts of the world. <laughs> My favourite is the cardboard cutouts that turn up at weddings or at parties because they haven't been able to cross the border. Border or whatever. Yeah. But being able to create a, a kind of a family portrait but with pictures taken from different various different places and mm. all actually be photoshopped together to actually create yeah, it's one fantastic, image isn't it <laughs> it is it is so i think we've we've definitely spoken about a lot of a lot of different subjects and a diverse range of subjects well it just it just goes to show you how much there is to talk about in photography like mm. it's it's there's so many avenues there's so much i mean i think that's what makes it exciting as a, a medium to use as a creative is that there is so many things you can do. Mm. There's so many variations on mm. a theme you can do mm. that you kind of never get tired of it. Yeah. You'll, yeah. You'll, you'll do something and then you'll change it and do something else yeah. and then that becomes your new favourite thing to do. That's right. That's and there's so always right. there's always a new favourite thing to do so you kind of never run out. That's right. Yeah. It's it's like I said. I think that's what, why most people love it so much. Love it so it. much. Yeah. You know, from kind of a professional's standpoint, I mean, your photography, your work has changed dramatically mm. in the last twelve months. Mm. And we've talked about you know hiring photographer. I think that was a really sought after one to listen to one about. I think there was um, something about you know is it worth hiring a professional? Yeah. Yeah. To, to the to the value you get from the knowledge yeah. that people have. And what's been still good is that the fact is that knowledge is, has stood you well mm. in this hard climate because mm. when you have been on shoots, you've been able to deliver mm. stuff because you've got that knowledge. Mm. And I think that comes with, with self-confidence after shooting for so long as well because you value your own knowledge and your own experience to a point where going back to you understand your worth as yes. a photographer. And I think that that's been a really big journey for me. Yes, and like okay. I said, I mean, there's yeah, I mean, there's so many of those things that we talked about, which are all, you know, for whatever reason, all hold a special place mm. in our hearts. So that we just love all the aspects of photography. Mm. So I'm, I'm kind of excited now that we've hit this 100 mark. Is that, you know, <laughs> we get to eat cake. <laughs> oh, oh, we've got yes. <laughs> That's what I'm excited we, about. Terry's excited because we have a <laughs> photo mission. Um, Happy 100 episode cake, <laughs> which we're going to eat. So, <laughs> I nearly stopped for beers on the way or champagne, <laughs> but I didn't want to have to put a mask on <laughs> <laughs> to, to buy them. So, so, so we're really looking forward to see what we can create in the next hundred episodes. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. If anyone's got anything that they'd love to hear us natter about, please. Drop a comment, send us an email. Yes. Jump on our Instagram. And, and that's been one of the great things about the last hundred episodes. Like I said, we have really loved the interaction with mm. with people listening and, and also the fact that we've had people listen from 
every corner of the globe. Mm, absolutely. Which has been a fantastic journey. Yeah. So, Terry, thank you for being with me on this amazing journey. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks you know, for having me. It's in, And it's interesting, I suppose, just to close this out, we should we should just, I suppose, and we have talked about it on previous things, but people who maybe you know haven't listened to every episode is how we actually came to be sitting across the table from each other. And if you remember the story, it's, it's basically I was running a thing called Photo Cafe, which mm. was at a little coffee shop in the north side of Brisbane. And we did a night where we'd invite 20 or so photographers along. We'd have a guest speaker. Mm. And some many of the photographers said, oh, it'd be great if we could have a guest like a wedding photographer come along and talk about wedding, you know, about wedding photography and the challenges. Mm. So I put out some feelers to some photographers. And I said, oh, do you know, I want a wedding photographer to talk to. And there was this lovely, lovely young young lady yes, who so I bought a harness off, a camera harness off. She put my name forward. Yes, yeah. y- yes. So I um, reached out to Terry and said, hey, Terry, I'm such and such, I do this, and would you, would you want to come along? And I, I'm pretty much, I think you said, like, yes, straight out the off the... I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll do that. But you said, oh, I'm not really comfortable standing up the front like, you know, talking to people. And I said, well, how about we just sit down and we have a chat? It was perfect. So we sat down we had a chat. So we really, we really, that was our first mm. live, that was a live pod, our first live podcast. That was probably before, I don't even know if podcasts were, if they yeah, were, yeah. they weren't really anything that was. They as... weren't, they weren't back, this, this is going back a few years. Mm. And then I had the idea to do the podcast, which I actually bought the gear to do the podcast, and I actually had it for three years before I actually <laughs> recorded the first podcast. I bought everything I needed, and I just it just it was one of those projects. Yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And I didn't. And then I decided that when I did the podcast, that I was going to just interview photographers. So I thought Terry's going to be my first guest. And again, I reached out to him and said, "Terry, remember me?" Okay, <laughs> sure. I said, would you like to come in and have a chat? We'll sit down and we'll record it and we'll talk about your journey as a photographer, which we did. Mm. And that was episode number one of the uh, Exposure series. Gosh, that was two, two Uh, maybe A bit longer probably. Three maybe. And then the spinoff was that when I came up with the idea for this podcast for Focus where we just simply have this chat backwards and forwards and Mm. talk about a subject – and I reached out and said, hey, would you want to be a co-host? <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> and that's and the rest, as they say, is history. It is. <laughs> anyway, it's been a fantastic journey, it Terry. Has, yeah. Thank you very much for being alongside me and just being such a good sport. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you know, you, you come up with some absolute cracking stuff. <laughs> Usually, yeah. <laughs> usually, yeah. And we usually always, Terry always wears, somehow works and she's managed to get beers in. I did. And she I managed to get cake, cake in. in. Yeah. The only thing she didn't get into this episode was chocolate. Oh, <laughs> too late. Done now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Till next time, everyone. <laughs> See, See you. Ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening.